War in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. to the John DePietro Show, folks. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Today is Tuesday. It's May 17th, and you want to make it a great day. Stop by and see our friends Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Remember, everything is baked fresh. They're open Tuesday through Saturday from 7 in the morning until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Now, unfortunately, they're going to be closing next month. They've had a great run, but in the meantime delicious calzones they have the trump 2024 chocolate donuts the let's go brandon donuts delicious pies cupcakes uh wimpy skimpies sausage and pepper spinach pies and the most delicious calzones ron's pastry gourmet a real rhode island treasure right off of silver spring street get to them right off of 95 they're located next to AAA in Providence. Just put in your GPS, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. It's very safe. It's off the beaten path a little bit. It's safe, plenty of free parking, everything fresh. Stop it and see them, Ron and Melissa, at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Well, folks, the fallout continues for what happened uh, up in uh, Buffalo. And it's hard to go through the story and not, uh, I don't believe, and get upset over just there's no excuse on this there's no excuse uh there were a lot of red flags here they they there was no nothing put in people dropped the ball and he slipped through the cracks and you can't allow something like that to happen because now these people are dead and nothing can be done about it uh but there were there were red flags no one says that what do they want to do in the future he did this as a high school student last june the state police delivered him to basically a mental health hospital uh, because he said that his goal was to do a mass shooting and then commit suicide. That That's just not harmless talk. There were red flags here. Why did he still have guns? Why did the father give him a gun at age 16? Someone that writes something like that. There was no follow-up after that. That's not normal to write that that's like a goal that you have. That's someone that should have been monitored. And then because of COVID, he just kind of fell off the radar. But he was known to be bizarre in school. He was bizarre. And this incredible hatred that he developed and just decided that he was going to go and kill people of color for no other reason than that. He's 18 years old. He lives in some small, you know, uh, town near Binghamton, New York. He doesn't even, he's not even around people of color. He's, he's had this supposed, he wouldn't watch Fox News because he said they hired Jewish people. He's not even around Jewish people. There's something wrong with someone like that who then goes into these online chat rooms and this festers and then he gets access to weapons. Adults drop the ball. I'm sure the people in the high, his high school, I'm sure they were more than happy to get rid of him thank god that kid is gone he's a nut who knows what but people need to start to be held responsible you know that father gave him a gun when he was 16 where was he living did the parents know that he had three weapons did they know that he was committed to a mental hospital saying that he wanted to do those things and you still allow him to have them why wasn't that put on his record why wasn't that flagged when are people going to start to you know take serious that's not normal behavior when someone says they want to do a mass shooting, maybe you should start listening to them. When does the incompetence stop? When do people stop making excuses? Stop giving them the benefit of the doubt. This absolutely could have been prevented. And the social media companies, why are there chat rooms where people go on and have these types of conversations? That's not freedom of speech. That, that is demented talk with an 18-year-old. He drove to that supermarket on friday where did his parents think he was all day he was 200 miles away so it's like three and a half hours to drive up there then three and a half hours back he was there for at least two hours so where was he all day friday where did they think he was i don't know what to you know at at, at what point are we going to actually start to hold people responsible for this 
Who were the state police? So, so you arrest, you bring the kid into a mental hospital, and no one follows up after that. Yeah, because that's normal. And I understand the school. They were just happy to push him out the door. Good riddance. Good luck to the rest of society. One of his supposed friends. Oh, I didn't know he was racist. Well, you know, at some point, you have a misguided youth that just starts to become more and more delusional and starts to plan this. He was going to do it in March. And then for whatever reason, it got delayed. His plan was delayed until May. There were red flags here. Where are the parents? I, I don't know what to tell you. That's If you allow a, a, an 18, 17, 18-year-old 18 uh, young person who's living under your roof and you're allowing them to plan and have weapons and execute, I, maybe there need to be charges here. I don't know what the answer is. What we're doing right now is not working. He should not have been allowed. The guy that sold him the gun said, you know, if he had been flagged, I wouldn't have sold it to him. But he wasn't flagged. You know, the incompetence that goes on. When, when are they going to start to take serious the, the area of mental health? There's something wrong with someone like that. And so what do they do? They, they, he started doing all his work at home. They escape reality. They're just then they're not social. They become more isolated. You know, so the, the parents, so that's the gift when he turns 16 to give him a gun. Were you aware that he had gotten two other weapons? Were you aware that he had accumulated that type of ammo and the body armor and tactical gear? Where did you think he was going on Saturday? Like, I, I just can't stay in the police. Well, you know, I, I, I just don't understand. What are these people doing? There were red flags here. That absolutely could have been prevented. So there's going to continue to be more fallout. President Biden is in Buffalo today. Now, speaking of that, though, yesterday I did attend the press briefing at the Nonviolence Institute and in Providence and it's Mayor Alorza. You know, here's some things that are not said at something like that. The fact of the matter, you know, and Mayor Alorza kept saying and white supremacy is the biggest threat to uh, our society and blah, blah, blah. The, the fact of the matter is in Providence, uh, the bulk of the people, well, not the bulk, the majority are, are people of color that are killed and they're killed by other people of color. And no one, of course, wants to talk about that. Another part of that equation happens to be that I was standing there yesterday at the press briefing and they said, you know, we have to do see something, say something. If you, you know, see that someone you think is doing something, then, you know, you need to say something. Do you realize that in Providence that there was just this countless shootings as many of you know, I, I cover them, and they, they, the, the people, they never cooperate with police. They never cooperate with police. And that wasn't even the message yesterday. That was not even mentioned once. You know, Governor McKee, they get up and they all give a speech. But the fact is that, that was in Buffalo. This is some of Mayor Lorzor from uh, yesterday. Mental health is taken care of and treated. People don't typically turn to this level of violence overnight. There are signs, signs that if we were looking closely enough, that we, if we had enough of a discerning eye and resources to address it, perhaps we can step in and address it to prevent this kind of violence. The last thing that I'll say is I want to thank the Nonviolence Institute for being such an amazing partner. All right, hold on. Let me back it up a little bit. That's my fault, folks, but... I want to catch where uh, when Mayor Lorza first got up, he, he started talking about replacement theory and white supremacists, and that's the biggest threat that we have. Governor McKee basically said nothing, but here's uh, Jorge Eloya.
10 people lose their lives. This is Mayor Alonso. Because they were black. That's all true. Now this harkens and brings our minds to a very dark place in our country's history. But the reality is that this is even much broader than that. You know, the same kind of hate that gunned down and gunned down 13 and killed 10 people in Buffalo was the exact same hate that led to the death of Jews in a synagogue in Pittsburgh and Latinos in a store in Texas. Listen to the sirens in the background. Replacement theory. Here it is. This idea that white Americans are being replaced and they should then fight for their lives. It's ridiculous. Because their lives and livelihoods depend on it. Ridiculous. It's this awful ideology. Agreed. This is an idea that's being spread online. It's false. Now, we, while we all absolutely condemn, in the clearest and most uncertain terms, the individuals responsible, the unfortunate things is we know that there are even larger forces at play here. People's minds are being infected with... That's a virus. In this case, the name of it is the replacement theory. But there are so many grotesque, hateful, and angry and angry ideologies which are being shared online. You know, as a city and as a community, we have to acknowledge that we're not okay. This is new what's happening. It's only new within the past decade or so, maybe slightly more, that we see it happening to the point of almost becoming commonplace in our community. But it doesn't have to be this way. There's no reason why people should have such ready access to these kinds of guns. All right. Now, this is when, you know, he again, that's Mayor Alorza from yesterday. Granted, he then pivots into the same usual speech he gives about getting these guns off the street. However, in this situation with that shooter, I, I don't understand. They're saying that when the, that, uh, the shooter was questioned by police because he had said that his goal was to, to do a mass shooting. At first, he wanted to shoot up his high school. He wanted to shoot up his graduation. Folks, the, the kids they talked to, you know, they, he was an outcast. He was a misfit. Uh, I don't know if he was bullied, but he definitely was seen as he was a loner. He was a loser. There was something wrong with him. And but the fact the police he he told police he was just it was just a joke that he said that that that's not a joke. That's not joking around. They had him. He should have been monitored. And I also want to say this about law enforcement. I fully get that they only have to miss once. They only have to miss once. And, and then look what can happen. Whereas, you know, it, it is true. I agree. It's not fear that you could have 10 criminals, 10 dangerous individuals. They stop nine. And the only thing that people talk about is the one that they didn't stop. I get that. But that's why there's certain provisions. He should have been flagged. Somebody in, in the mental health field made the determination not to flag him. And, and it it was a major mistake. So I, I don't know. Someone could, So last June, he was being evaluated, and someone at that hospital, and we'll probably never know because of HIPAA laws, made the decision, we're not going to flag him. Maybe it should have been revisited. If they had met with him six months after that, maybe it should have been mandatory, whether it be his parents or the law. If they had checked in with him, Six months later, nine months later, a year later, almost like probation, they would have found somebody really twisted, someone that now really had access to weapons, who was living in these dark chat rooms and planning what his move was going to be. But they, they can't, you know, I, I don't, I'm not going to pretend I know exactly. The gunsman's previous threat raised red flag questions. This was someone that was without question on the radar. But they just didn't carry it through. Biden called terrorism, but policy response to tragedy uncertain. It is a form. It is absolutely a form of terrorism because he definitely terrorized that community. And we 
we know that there's others out there. And I, I get it. It can't all fall on police. There has to be a larger effort to try to get to the bottom of all this. Folks, again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Hey, I want to remind you, for your best lawn ever guaranteed, call Lawn Doctor today. Now, this is a nice spring day, 401-392-1025, lawn care, ser- lawn care service, outdoor pest control, Lawn Doctor. It's an easy, great website. It's LawnDoctor.com. You just type in your zip code, get a quick, easy quote. Your best lawn ever guaranteed and get the premium eight service program early spring spring lime late spring summer grub prevention early fall fall late fall lawn doctor your best lawn ever guaranteed with lawn doctor much more ahead you're listening to the john DePietro show best lawn ever guaranteed contact lawn doctor of rhode island today now you can call them 401-392-1025 get a quick easy quote the best thing to do lawn doctor of rhode island they have a great website it's easy lawn doctor.com lawn doctor.com then just put in your zip code get a quick easy a quote your best lawn ever guaranteed take get part of their premium eight service program early spring spring lime late spring summer grub prevention early fall fall late fall lawn doctor online at lawn doctor.com re coogan and heating folks call them today at 401-732-6562. It's Coogie, R.E. Coogan and Heating for plumbing, heating, and cooling. Listing as we're transitioning right now from spring into summer, you want to make sure your cooling unit is going to serve you and your family, your employees well this summer. R.E. Coogan and Heating. As Coog says, we're helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Explore our services. Let us into your home. Don't fix it alone, whether it be for plumbing, maybe a hot water tank, Call R.E. Coogan Heating today, 401-732-6562, 401-732-6562. Hot water tanks, and especially, let's make sure your cooling units are ready for what's going to be a hot summer. Look for them online, recooganheating.com, and also on Facebook, R.E. Coogan and Heating, 401-732-6562. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Joining me right now is one of my siblings. She is an independent columnist, opinion maker. It is Donna Perry. And DJ, I want to start off with um, this horrific, tragic situation that happened in Buffalo on Saturday um has a lot of ramifications to it uh as always well i don't want to say as always but i there's just something about this that i think um you know something is going to change this the more we've learned about this individual for them to just say you know he slipped through the cracks uh what we've learned a year ago he was he was put into a hospital you know at his high school he was yep written about and described as someone that said, you know, life goal, wanted to carry out a mass shooting and then commit suicide. The fact that he still had access to weapons, you know, he scoped out the, the store on the on the Friday. And uh, I mean, this, it, 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 this is just so, I, I just think this is the type of story that, that something has to change within law enforcement, because obviously the current system we have is not working. Yes, and, and good to be with you. I, I would agree with all of that 100%, John. I mean, it is just, um, it, it's also so disturbing when you see that this is an 18-year-old. I mean, this is, yes. you know, that's a very young person. It's an 18-year-old yep. who, as you say, um, when you look at the pattern about that he was red flagged or, or they, you know, they had flagged him or they a year ago there was obviously a lot of steps taken um and yet you know you don't know where things get dropped through you know the ball is dropped and i i do find i mean this is really actually one of the biggest you know clearly racist motivated mass shootings i mean yes you know uh, 11 people 10 people uh were black americans going about their business in the grocery store i mean it's it's really 
horrific and it's it is just very disturbing um and and there is no question that there is a very deep relationship between um and i'm not going to call them a white supremacist it's but it's young males who live on some of those darker sites yeah. uh, a lot of stuff gets talked about and these you know in these types of um communities and chats and and that they have and so I think there's also, you're right, like I think there, when these things happen, and this is really one of the more pronounced ones in a while, um, and, and it was very clear, like he set out to, like, I'm going to shoot black people. But what yeah. I also find that needs to be remembered by the media, and, and this doesn't make it less horrific, but this is coming on the heels of, what was it, like seven weeks ago, and we had the black male in New York who just who yes. really had a very disturbing chain of social media. He definitely want, was shooting at like, you know, white people on the subway who were going about Good their point. business, trying to go to yeah. work. Good and point. it was, it was like eight 30 in the morning, John. Yes. And he right. talked about, so I, here's where I come down where I see something that is more, disturbing not more that this is not the most disturbing i guess what i would say is we don't need politicians and i would say this starts with the president of the united states we don't need pouring gas on the flames yeah when you i think there is too much language about white and black and white and black and it's just i've talked about this before i think it's a very charged atmosphere Um, You do have, unfortunately, and I'm sorry, I know Biden is going to go into that community and he's the president. He has the right. He wants to, you know, show the people support, of course, that a president should do that. So but I, I don't think that within seven words out of his mouth, he has to say white supremacy. That's what this exactly what this is. Yep. I don't know. Like I find, I think that John, that's actually not helpful at that moment. I'm not saying right. that right. the FBI does not know that that is an entire community of chatter. Um, the fact that someone is 18 and deeply, you know, steeped in that. But again, I just find when that thing happened in New York, and now this that the the media plays a role also and and there should not be politics where you're almost trying to play it a little cute and biden does this he's you know they're trying to attach it's like to be it used to be just it's a racist crime and it is but it shouldn't be you know racist is conservatives and conservatives are white supremacists and i feel like this chain of connect circular john yeah yeah I, I just yeah, think no, that exactly right. there's vulnerable people, there's young people, there are many vulnerable people, of course, and they're taking a lot of this stuff, it comes out like messages, and I just think that's the danger, and we need politicians starting at the President of the United States, like, let's not pour gas on flames, let's not keep this white, black, you know, racially charged conversation constantly at the center of everything and and i'm sorry but i feel like it does come across that way certainly with or or other democrats and it certainly comes across that way with certain uh media outlets without question and again folks let's be with donna perry you know immediately um i mean i was watching this week they started pivoting to tucker carlson and fox on Saturday after the shooting they immediately start pivoting to Tucker Carlson and Fox. Now, again, what I think is unfair about that is what Tucker and what certain Republicans have been saying is all of these people with the open borders, the Democrats are trying to then get them registered to vote. They'd vote Democrat. You know, you can't pin someone that young that is in some of these dark chat rooms that you know right. with the you and I that regular people you're not we're not would never go near that, that. Exist, no that that is going on please I'll say right. that number one there certainly needs to be more accountability within social media that those types of chat rooms exist number one but number two yeah see I think we're at a pivotal moment uh, that you know that any he he was 17 when they you know had him in the hospital for a day and a half and the yep. state police put him in that the, there has to be more serious 
looking at mental health. That that's not normal. Like it wasn't enough that he was then just checked in. How right. Is it that he was then able to, you know, the father gave him a gun when he was 16. He was still able to get a gun. Um, he he drove 200 miles to that store on Friday to check it out, yeah. and then back on Saturday. We, where did the parents think he? He was. I mean, th this. There has to be more accountability. That that's his. I think his senior project paper that he wanted to do, or they asked him what he wanted to do, and he said, you know, carry out a mass shooting and commit suicide. That's not normal uh, no. behavior. So I think Donna Perry, we're at a point, much like after 9/11, there are people that I think need to be flagged by Homeland Security. Obviously, local police don't know what to do about it. The police felt they did their job. They delivered him to the hospital. Other than that, if he doesn't commit a crime, there's nothing they can do. There has to be. You're exactly right about the shooter in New York. That and and it's 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 interesting that they got both of them alive because a lot of times the right name, that's right you know, they kill themselves yeah. they're both alive but there, there needs to be it's it's not as if these people are hiding their intentions they're they're basically advertising that they're red flags about their yeah. behavior on social media uh, absolutely and and like you say I mean this kid the fact that it, there has to be also some accountability to say what conversation was had with authorities by the way a 17 year old is supposed to be in a school somewhere okay right so school officials in this day and age john they have adjustment counselors they've all kinds of people who work in resource and supports and uh and counseling so if he had gone into the hospital for a check by the way a school system would be all over that, very aware of that. Parents, yep. you know, they, they don't do that lightly, by the way, in defense of schools. That is not just done lightly. So that, you know, right. it, takes, uh, it takes orders. Parents have signing things for these things to happen, by the way, uh, especially someone under 18. So you're right. Like, I, you do feel like, okay, there's a lot of loopholes to when is someone like that really being chronicled? What is the responsibility line, like I say, school mental health counselors the community uh po local police um fbi like and again these are large well, systems so people fall through and, the cracks but right yeah. but and starting with i you know listen i'm a big like ever second amendment believer but i'm sorry an 18 year old boy that had to be checked into a hospital right. because he wrote about and talked about he wanted to carry out a mass shooting and then commit suicide like that is someone he should not have access to weapons he shouldn't have the ability to buy weapons um you know that that is i, I don't know yeah. who these parents are their life is forever ruined by this there's a difference of donna perry you know a young person threatens to harm themselves or they do harm themselves they're then checked into a special type of hospital to deal with that there's a big difference between someone that does self-harm, but then someone's talking about carrying out harm towards other people and mass groups. Right. right? It, exactly right, John. The, there is a big difference for a person being a wise guy, and I'm not in any way saying any of those kind of crazy sites, but there is a big difference between that and, like you say, that someone of that age, in that age range, that we used to just call it, that's a cry for help. That is a yes. young person where the adults have to step in. Yep. And I think that we have to get back to that. As I say, um, if he's 17 and he has parents that things had to be signed for him, you know, <laughs> to be looked at, examined, tested in that way. And, you know, th there's been too many of these. The Parkland, Florida shooter, I remember that yes. he had had a thing the year before. Um, yep. And it was well, like it that. It started with, with Columbine. They're, they had bombs yep. and guns out in the open in the bedrooms. And just so the listeners are clear, now he is 18 years old, but this business where last June when they committed him and he was making these wild claims of what he wanted to do, um, he, he was 17 at the time. It's also dangerous about this business of the manifesto. Yeah. What, what, yep. What's shocking, Donna Perry, is this, you know, he, he, I, again, it's not that hard. He he showed up in 
the camo. He showed up in the yes. in his outfit on Friday, scouting it out. The manager that kicked him out of the store suddenly saw him back Saturday with you know the the, the clothing, same clothing on, and and shooting. I come back to if if someone. Um, commits a crime and even if you're a juvenile or 18 or 17 then you get a record i i think there has to be something and i don't know how it would be but something that if you at that age talk about you're going to carry out a mass shooting and so forth i i think it should be almost the same as how then there's a record the way you know of someone that committed a crime where then you have a record it goes on you and, and then, therefore, the person has to be monitored in that way. Right. And, and John, this is where some of it gets muddied by. It, that's not free speech. It, it, is, it not. is not. I mean, we no. have God, no. law, oh. right? It's not free speech. Uh, we know that, John, people uh, are arrested if they make violent threats. So, you know, yes. words can be criminal. Um, and so in his case... You know, an over 100 pages manifesto, if I oh, read that correctly, God. for a person that young, as you say, someone, and it goes to a parent in a household, someone is clearly not paying attention. But what I worry about in this environment, so the president is going to be visiting with the first lady yeah. in a day or, or so, whatever. Um, I just say, if you want to be presidential to Biden, let take it down a notch on right. this constant what black. I mean, yes. I'm sorry. What what we're yep. seeing, like I say, you know, you had the guy in New York. That's a handful of weeks ago or whatever it was. That's right. No, You're gonna you true. see it's copycat crimes also, you know, do spring to the surface. Um and, yeah. and again, so there's many, many pieces at fault. I do think those kinds of far um out there kind of sites play a role i don't know like is should he be allowed to post a manifesto and isn't there some disagreement yeah. of when it was taken down or should have you know who is right. allowing it to be up there so sure. very very tragic and disturbing situation folks we're going to take short break uh, much more ahead donna perry right here on the john DePietro show propane plus for heating and cooling Call Propane Plus today in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. In Rhode Island, Propane Plus number 401-885-4209. It's the Johnson family. It's Propane Plus, the leading full-service provider of propane to Rhode Island and southeastern Mass. Not only can they install your tank and schedule propane deliveries, but they can service your entire heating, cooling system, and install any propane or natural gas appliances locations in east greenwich and also in rehoboth remember propane plus is energy for everyone it's affordable sustainable equitable good for the environment and also now it's renewable online at propaneplus.com propane plus heating and cooling in massachusetts call the rehoboth office 508-252-3359 and in rhode island 401 401- 885-4209. You can depend on Propane Plus. We're speaking with opinion maker. She is uh, independent columnist, opinion maker, Donna Perry. And DJ, I just want to touch on the Biden polls. Um, the latest NBC News polls that have come out, it, it shouldn't really be a surprise. 39% approval rating. Um, I think uh, something they also pulled out is really interesting. Only 16% of the country feel that we're on the right path. That is 74% feel right. we're on the wrong path. Yeah. Now, I'll say this. I don't think, you know, the leak out of the Supreme Court, I don't think it's connected. And what happened in Buffalo is not connected. But, you know, as you're saying, we see, certainly can't ignore the midterms are coming. Uh, this is not an administration that's going to pull out of it. I think exactly what you're saying, but you're going to see the worst type of gaslighting in politics because they want to talk about everything other than inflation, high gas prices. Yes. Basically, 75 percent of the country saying 75 percent of the country saying we're not headed in the right direction. That that is not a blip. That is not you know, the media is not giving credit. That is this is like almost like a basic revolt two years into the Biden presidency. Absolutely. And like you say, John, the, unfortunately, his team 
always they they don't care of the tragedy of this. I'm not saying they don't care, but you know they're looking at it politically throughout, and and the response in coming days will be that way. They're trying to deflect. They they always are looking for the new boogeyman, and that is exactly how yep. he's operating. And when you yes. have those kinds of polls and you're underwater like that, um, and by the way, we've said this before. He ultimately, I don't care if you, you switch press secretaries and the other, and Saki left, he remains the face, the voice. He is the messenger. Whoever is the right. president, really, yeah. you, you remain the messenger. And he's just not strong in a lot of this stuff. It's, no. not, it's not just the, you know, um, incoherent sentences. It's just not even that. I think he, he has a way to come across um almost like he's angry that people aren't agreeing with him he has a lot of you know with the way he speaks a bit but these polls you know they, like you say like they have tried originally that he would be the unifier in chief if you will but jd between the virus is it's a little back up it's this it's that the supply chain thing and i know we're going to yes. talk about that when you look at the crime all of this John, he just, they don't look like they have, you know, their hands on the ball. They just look like things are happening and his administration reacts to it. Um, and I just think they don't look like, you know, they, they're the A-game team. And he really certainly, if you ask the people and you look into the weeds of these polls, they expected him to be kind of this moderating force in addition to a a true moderate in politics, right? That's right. Um, Yes, you know, Trump's years were very tumultuous. We all know that. So they don't see this moderating force, and they kind of see, you know, sometimes he's a little odd and then kind of mean, and then he's, like, defensive, and and, and all these things, in my view, that come across, like, you know, they're playing catch-up on a lot of these issues. But the the pocketbook issues... Uh, as you say, sadly, Buffalo is in the headlines this week, but we know in America, unfortunately, right? There's a there's a new headline next week. That's just how the media works. That's um, right. But these people keep understanding that things, everything costs more, and they they feel like they can't afford it. That is a basic sensation in the country. The country still looks a mess from the pandemic. They people are very weary and tired of. You know, oh, the virus, it's a little bit back. It's not. Um, I think in New York, they're just they're saying it's not a mandate, but they're recommending to do masks indoors again and all this stuff. So, like, I think all these things drag down on Biden. Um, Folks, we're speaking with Donna Perry and DJ. I I do want to touch on the, you know, the baby formula shortage to me. Yeah. Where this is really a disaster for the Biden administration is, you know, in, in politics, you can always spin job numbers. You can spin maybe education numbers. There's no way to spin this, right? You have, this is unprecedented. You have young mothers right. going to the store and doing interviews outside and they're driving to three different stores with high gas prices. The Biden people, no matter how, see to me, this is exactly the type of problem that in politics that you would hate because it's not a Republican issue. It's not a Democrat issue. There's not enough formula. And they yeah. sleep at the switch and you wonder how it happened. Um, I think this is that's one of those things. I mean, it's it's never happened before, but it's happening on their watch. And no matter how much they can try to say we're working on it, we're aware of it, blah, blah, blah. But the bottom line is, you know, today, tomorrow, this week, yeah. mothers, grandmothers are going to go into their grocery store and they're going to see empty shelves where the baby formula is. And I think that is one of those issues that really, you know, who yep. knows what people are going to remember five, ten years from now. That's, the, to me, the problem that Biden, where it's almost like the death knell, that's the type of thing that people are going to remember. And if you're a young mother or the family or the grandmother, I mean, that's something that is where people, right. you, they just hit the wall on it. John, you just nailed it. And these are the oldest rules in politics. You know, uh, old politicians used to say, never mind all this other stuff. You can get knocked out of office over potholes. I got news for you. That is what the person that knows. But this is an unbelievable problem for them. I think, uh, yes, in the past two days, they, John, let's again, though, they seemed caught by it. 
um, they keep, they, they're always playing, you know, it's yesterday's problem and they play and catch up on it. Um, I, a large part of it, part of it is that there's only a couple of major manufacturer and Abbott labs, I believe is the main one. They right. had a contamination issue. They had to do yeah. a major recall. They closed the plant. Now they're reporting just, you know, recently that I guess the white house, I think in a panic, Somebody got on the phone with somebody probably in the president of the United States could have been on that call and said, like, hey, guys, mm. like, how, you got to reopen this. But they also said that still makes it eight, nine, ten weeks. Well, John, that takes oh. you really through the summer. Wow. And it's and Abbott Labs is probably saying, hey, you know, the other thing I is you just nailed it, though. This is the kind of issue. Someone goes to vote and says, oh. Gee, uh, I don't I don't like this guy like or his yes. administration. And they also could take it out on Democrats in the congressional races. And I just want to go back quickly, though. If you think back, his administration, by the way, with Jen Psaki at the helm, they were very arrogant. Go back a, yeah. a year ago when, That's right. you know, and they said, oh, Fox News is just talking about that. There's supply chain issues. No, 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 no. That was a real issue. We all remember the guy is the U.S. Transportation Secretary, Pete Buttigieg, should be yes. on top of it, right? He took, yep. he had just basically been appointed, took the summer off. Um, yep. And okay, they, they had a, a, a child into their family, but I'm sorry, you've got that big title. They were very arrogant and really not catching up to the supply chain issue was huge. And, and to be fair, if you follow a lot of the economic problems and even the grocery store stuff, it's not just international supply chain. They pointed out that there is a uh, truck driver shortage. There is just a shortage of routes, right? Things get backed up and everything keeps being backed up. Well, now you have this, like you say, John. I mean, this is second to, you know, God. I mean, <laughs> baby formula, like you. Oh, you're, my God. You're, you have a problem in America. I mean, yeah. So it's a huge problem i mean like i say they now they're like all over it but they seem to do this with everything it, they were kind of yeah. arrogant or they're saying yeah. oh well that's only on some media it's it's like who is watching the store and yeah very yeah. reactionary and i just think you know and i'm hearing from from young mothers and grandparents and the whole thing it's um it just i think it just reinforces before we take the break it's just reinforcing that there's something wrong in the country you know, this should yep. be happening uh, of all the different things you could be have a shortage of baby formula should not be one of them. Uh, Biden, I'm sure they don't like it. You know, Ramundo, hey, that's the supply chain, blah, blah, blah. But uh, in the end, you're the you're the one sitting right now. You're in office. Can't blame this on Trump. Can't blame this on. Putin. Correct. Right. However, it happened. You're the guy that's holding the bag. And um, and it's a problem. Folks, quick break. Much more ahead. Donna Perry right here on The John DePietro Show. J. Perry Paving. Folks, you can depend on J. Perry Paving. They provide high-quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, over 20 years' experience, specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios, and much more. Call them today for a free quote, 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. They are tremendous. They also, how about this, once a month, they provide a free paved driveway to a veteran. And remember, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed, call J. Perry Paving for a free quote. It makes a huge difference in your property, in your home, in your driveway or patio. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. 401-732-1730. You can also find them on Facebook. They're terrific. Hey, get that driveway paved. Call and book an appointment now, 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. We're speaking with independent columnist, opinion maker, Donna Perry. You know, DJ, um, Mitch McConnell is someone that I know that a lot of the Trump people don't like. Uh, what he juggles, how long he has been there, the way he runs the Senate, I like him, I respect him. I thought, you know, we did see Pelosi over Mother's Day weekend go to Ukraine. But I think Mitch McConnell having mm -hmm. his moment, showing everyone he's still the boss of the Senate, him there with Zelensky. I, I thought it was a big moment for the Republican Party in the Senate. You know, I, I absolutely agree. And I think this, like McConnell has been around 
for a very long time. He's closer yeah. to 80 than anything else. He was not just there for a photo op. He was right. there. He is looking at this as most people are through the lens of history, John. And he is yeah. understanding. And unfortunately, you have a lot of less than educated people, perhaps, who are listening to a lot of pundits. And I'm sorry, like McConnell, like a lot of them know that Putin and the Russians doing this on the doorstep of Europe is yep. should be very concerning. Yes. So in this case, uh, and again, I think he wanted to shake that guy's hand. And he has been, it's Zelensky's, and he's been in the game a very long time. And this is one issue, John. He's not changing his view on this. That's no. not what, what Mitch McConnell uh, and when he's, you know, bedrock on something like this. No, he these guys have been in this for a very long time over the decades. You know, he started serving uh, the Cold War was still trickling around the edges. So they, you know, whether you're on the Senate Foreign Relations Committee over the years, they know how serious this is. And I think he was very glad uh, to have the chance. They do a quick, quiet visit for security reasons. Um, but I think what some of the reaction to him going um, and the fact that there's another $40 billion going over there, I think ultimately the U.S. will, will look like it's doing the right thing, whether it's yes. through the intelligence being sent. You were yeah. right there. You saw this, John. This is none of this is fabricated. I mean, this no. is happening. It, right. You know? But you know what else? Another big move. You also see now Finland and Sweden moving into NATO. Yeah. This is... McConnell, this is McConnell saying, listen, we're all in. The United States is in. NATO is in. And a big message to Putin. You're not calling the shots here anymore. Right. Right. We, we are unified. Uh, that NATO alliance is stronger than it's ever been. You are exactly right. Him being there, shaking the hand of Zelensky, saying, I, I assure you, 40 billion is coming your way. I thought it was a big move in it, and I think it also, I just found, it showed the rest of the world, some of those timid countries, it is okay to join NATO. Don't be afraid of the bully. I mean, for Finland, Finland shares 810 miles border with Russia. Right, of course. Um, it becomes a matter of time, and, and they're already talking about what if Ukraine does win this war? This could end up being the end of uh, the end of Putin. Now, Donna Perry, before we run out of time, sure. I do want to touch on what are you what are you hearing the latest now in the race for governor in Massachusetts? Well, so this is a, a, a big uh, week here because the Mass State GOP has the nominating uh, convention essentially uh, in the coming weekend. Jeff Deal um, really, by all accounts, is, is going to be, you know, in my opinion, he's like two to one ahead of the um, the other guy putting up trying to put up a, a big contest is Chris Dowdy. So that that's going to and deal is certainly supported by Trump. And he's a guy very proudly that way. And it's on all his literature. Um, so I think that is going to come to a head. And in terms of um, on the other side, Maura Healy was very active over the weekend where there were the very vocal, you know, uh, pro-abortion protests around Boston. And I think, John, mm. someone like Maura Healy, she kind of sees like the new question, uh, will Roe be overturned, even though it really wouldn't matter in Massachusetts, right. which has it. OK, which has its own, you know, uh, thing where it would not let that restriction affect the state. But. You know, she saw she has seen that it, it's a rallying cry for her, you know, maybe to cement support with independent suburban women. Um, but that's that can't be your only issue. Um, and I think that the fact that, you know, she's yeah, she's big on that. But, John, she's been an attorney, uh, the state attorney general. And I think, you know, she's going to have to address where there is crime and yes. there, there is crime. Um, yes. And there's also a whole lot of other issues around the state. So. Mm. Um, and I also think one last thing, um, you have the outgoing, extremely popular Baker who is making, I think the right kind of noise. He wants to go out by passing a tax cut for Massachusetts residents. Wow. That's, not, that's not something that you say you often in one sentence, right? Oh, um, wow. and he, he's saying tap the COVID rescue act funds. Yes. Um, the legislature, of course, though, they're just going to, they're kind of sitting on that. Cause they, I think, you know, they don't want him to go out looking like a hey, kind of a hero. Um, but I give him credit, you know, he looks like he's going to fight right to the end, try to do 
Uh, I've always liked them and try to do, you know, something that seems a little more fair for the taxpayer. So, but I think I would look for that, that I think, you know, Jeff Deal is, is about to emerge and then the race will definitely get a lot louder, you know, once they right. start to narrow that down. That's not the Boy, primary, Governor but Baker, yeah. if he could channel any of that goodwill that he has towards deal, it's, I don't know if it's going to happen because that, I yeah. recognize, you know, Baker, it's kind of like the anti-Trump and deals definitely more got the endorsement, but you, you can't, when you are talking about an outgoing, most popular governor in the country in the yeah. form of Republican Charlie Baker, I there's got to be a way to try to find common ground on a couple issues and bring them in. We'll find out. I'm going to put that find out. to the deal people when I talk to them. Folks, again, she is independent uh, opinion maker and columnist Donna Perry. DJ, great job as always. Stay safe and we'll talk to you again. Great to be with you. Yep. Brothers Disposal. Call them today, 401-688-0517. Brothers Disposal. Get a dumpster in your driveway. You can clean out unwanted belongings. Maybe clean out your garage, clean out your basement, clean out your attic. Old toys, old things you don't even use anymore, old furniture. It's so much easier when you have a dumpster delivered right to your home, and then they'll take it away when you're done, whether it's for a weekend, for a week, for a month. Brother's Disposal. Call Brother Roland today at 401 401- 6880517 come on brother call brothers disposal look for them on facebook they have those purple dumpsters they're also now offering weekly trash collection services call brothers disposal today whether it's a small household construction project or maybe just cleaning out some unwanted belongings get a dumpster in your driveway or business brothers disposal 401-688-0517 portion of the program brought to you by the Coesed Inn. Check them out on the website, depetro.com, the Coesed Inn, or Rhode Island tradition since 1977, located 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick, whether it's lunch or dinner or drinks in the lounge, whether a nice dinner or even just appetizers. There's always a great crowd. You can link directly to them and gift certificates are available. The Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick to the john DePietro show it's am 1380 99.9 fm remember you can always listen online at our website dipetro.com folks visit the website on the website you'll see all our links to social media whether it's facebook or youtube instagram even tiktok plus you if you want to reach me that's the best way to do it we have unique original stories videos content log on right at the website dipetro.com to check out our website dipetro.com dipetro.com which is sponsored by and brought to you by the Senadale revival comfort food and cocktails located 2025 smith street in north providence shane and his crew what a wonderful job they've done winner of several rhode island best of awards best of rhode island awards the Senadale revival delicious food cocktails a lot of fun stop it and see them 2025 smith street in north providence